traveling back in time and chatting up with your past hello everyone and welcome to the podcast of the ordinary maverick this is ajay your host an ordinary maverick sharing real life thoughts and experiences and maverick tips thank you for continuing to listen to the podcast and for all the feedback i love putting these together and sharing with all of you and knowing that in some way we are all connected this is a special episode and the last one for 2020 the year that was so unusual unprecedented unimaginable right filled with an amalgamation of emotions we did do the 360 there for sure from moments of extreme sadness losing near and dear ones coping with grief learning how to go with the flow showing resilient spirit and most of all adapting learning and constantly encouraging each other as i was putting this episode together i once again marveled at the human spirit and then a thought struck me what if uh, you know 30 years later say in 2050 we look back to 2020 how would our thoughts aspirations and plans from today be relevant 30 years down the line would we have achieved what we set out to do today how much would the world have changed then and then i remembered the scene from one of our family favorite movie series and one which we have spent many movie nights doing the marathon run and watching them back to back the avengers where thor had a chance to travel back in time and meet his mother we see that his mother knew thor was from a different time and perhaps had some inkling of what was to come given her powers but it made me think what about traveling back in time myself and once that thought got into my head i started thinking okay what year should i go back who do i want to meet and as they say our mind is ever so powerful i step back in time to meet the 21 year old ajay who i must say was a maverick even then <laughs> okay and i'm going to share a bit of that soon and here's a treat we have a guest on the show another maverick by heart who has kindly agreed to join me today and also travel back in time for a chat with her younger self But before we have a special guest join us let us talk to the 21 year old Ajay who was completing his first degree in pharmacy had his next steps kind of charted out completed a masters in business management and as per the perceptions of the time of what success looked like have a secure job in the corporate world rise in that sector establish a name at that point career and job were at the forefront of my thoughts Somewhere deep down there were also thoughts about finding the right life partner starting a family having a house and basically being comfortable you know at the time i was living in a relatively small town in the heart of india and making a life in the big city was exciting it was somewhat of a dream to own your own house or apartment in the city real estate cost was so high that for someone coming from another town it seemed unattainable most people lived in rental places or then in homes given by their workplaces but i was young aspirational and focused i had a clear path in front of me first get my degree 
then a job and then start taking steps towards further establishing myself i was excited to step into the corporate world and that seemed the ultimate goal but almost 3 decades down the line the ajay today sees that some of those aspirations were met while some completely changed and the reasons they changed are fascinating for sure let's see where the check boxes were completed the bachelor's and master's degree check come to the city and get a job check by the way there's quite a story with my first job and you can catch more on that in an earlier episode of my podcast now going back to the check boxes rise up in the corporate work check establish myself check and of course lots of checks in different aspects of my personal life too found my life partner started a family and yes built a home check 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 but here's something interesting some of those aspirations and check boxes changed and boy how did they change the corporate world it's left far behind now at one time what was most important doesn't seem to be the same now one thing is for sure i'm not in the place that i had thought as a 21 year old was the most important one i have completely changed gears have left the corporate sector behind voluntarily many many years back that was completely dramatic as well and i have shared more about the crossroads moment in one's life in another podcast today i'm doing something i'm passionate about and making a difference for sure well what does that say Life doesn't always turn out the way one foresees when young. 21 is an important milestone coming into adulthood. At that time, based on the perceptions and understanding at the time, one charts out aspirations for the future. But here's a maverick tip. Go with the flow. What does that mean? Well, rely on your instincts. Remember the gut feeling, one of the key components of the maverick formula. Yes, chart your path. Take one step at a time, but always go with your gut and then be true and you will win. Life will always be that exciting, beautiful journey where you will experience happiness and also spread happiness. One of the most important aspect is to ensure whatever you're doing is what you're passionate about. This is the right time to introduce our special guest Ms Caroline Mohvezi another fellow maverick sharing some great feedback about the podcast and is here today to give us a peek into her time travel as well Caroline so lovely to have you welcome to the ordinary maverick show i'm delighted that you could join us tell us a bit about yourself Hello Ajay thank you for having me on the show i'm Caroline Mohvezi I'm from Uganda, born in Kawale in the southwestern part of Uganda. In a family of five, I'm the fourth born. We are two girls in our family. And all of us very very close to our dad. I lost my mom when I was about 9. So my dad is like life and blood. <laughs> my number one fan. So yes, that's it about my family. I'm married. I have a son who's 4 years old and uh, and my husband Norman. I'm a lawyer by profession, barrister, um, lawyer and advocate of the High Court of Uganda. I, st- I even though I studied 
law. My aspiration had always been working with young people, advocating for the rights of young people and women, and really being a, a rights activist, I think, more than anything in life. I think I've always had a passion, a, a passion for that. And right now, I'm working in New York as the Europort Global Coordinator, which means uh, me coordinating 76 countries in the world that are running this platform for youth engagement, that's both social media and SMS, um, reaching now almost 13 million young people across the world and growing every day almost by five young people per second. Awesome. Thank you so much, Caroline. What humble beginnings and a loud shout out to your dad for whom bringing up five young children must have not been easy for sure. So I'm putting you on the spot right now. We've been speaking about time travel and going back in time. So tell us what you would like to do, which year you would like to go back to and why, and do share about your aspirations at the time and then how you view this today. So we have tons of questions for you. <laughs> okay. I think I would like to go back to 2014 in uh, Uganda when I had the opportunity to kind of switch jobs a bit and, uh, and leave Uganda and then move to Nigeria to work as a Europort consultant, um, as a startup consultant for Europort in Nigeria. Then as about 28 years old, um, not married yet, and really, I mean, I just left law school and been practicing as a practicing advocate, had had some time to work with UNICEF in Uganda for some time. And I think for me, why I would want to go back to 2014 and that time when I was 28 is because uh, it, it, was, it was like a crossroad for me. One, because first of all, I was asked to, come, to leave my home country. This was the very first time I was going to be working outside my home country, longer than a one-week or two-week mission. And I mean, I was not married yet. I had, a, I had a boyfriend that time. So there were so many decisions that I think were up in my mind and whether or not this was the right time to leave my country and go somewhere else or not to leave and just stay home and just stay, stay, stay in a familiar territory, so to say. Um, looking forward then and the decisions I took to actually leave and, and, and start your report in Nigeria then, I think it was, it was both life-changing but also very inspiring for me because in, in retrospect, I see that even though then for me it was all about this is a great opportunity to start an international career and to also, you know, do something more than what I had already been doing for a couple of years, but contribute to a bigger country, a, a, I mean a great nation in Africa, Nigeria and its size and all that Nigeria is famous for, I thought it was a good opportunity. Then though I also had all these, you know, ideas running in my head whether or not it was the right time to take such a, a step in life and um, not a typical contract which would probably open so many immediate opportunities because this, would only, this was only about a six-month consultancy and so much at stake and so to say more or less a gamble. Um, looking back now, six years later, from where I am now and from where I was then, I can only say how, how good or how helpful it was that I took that bold decision and just decided to go with the flow, 
leave whatever I had to leave behind and just get on with it and just be hopeful that whatever decision I was making then was the right decision to push me forward, even though not the most comfortable. Um, looking back now, um, the Europort Nigeria time of to set up is now almost coming to close to 4 million young people registered, about 3.8 million now. And very inspiring how much more is also being done for young people in all kinds of communities in that country right now. And also how much inspiration it has drawn and given so other countries who are now scaling almost as much as it is. So it's been a very inspiring journey. And looking back still over the six years, I'm now married to the same person as, you know, as, as wondering, would it be good to leave or not to leave and, and, and travel away? Somehow we're still able to make it work and, and now having a son who's four years old. So it, it was never really the typical, the ordinary or anything of, you know, everything cut and pasted into a, a clear cut box. But it was more of this is what I want to do. I believe that the strength to do it will come and follow me as I head into it. But for now, I'll take the decision and I'll jump onto it. Looking at how I view the decisions I made then today, I'm grateful that I took those, those bold steps to be able to push me forward. And I think it also was like an awakening moment for me on what is possible really, you know. The, the odds may not always work in your favor, but I think if you're persistent, if you're consistent, if you put in the work, if you establish the right networks and contacts to inspire you and encourage you along the way, motivate you and right support system, then you, you, can, you can navigate around the odds, even if they may not be in favor of you. But also knowing what voices to silence. I don't know how many how many voices were not exactly in favor of me taking a decision I took then. But looking back now, probably they are the same voices that are happy that I took that bold step and where it has now got me to today. Wow, Caroline, that was quite a story. And thank you so much for sharing. It's absolutely fascinating to see that even though we both come from different parts of the world, there's a connect. And I do believe that's the maverick connection. I must say, I would have loved to meet the 28-year-old Caroline, who demonstrated courage, confidence, and sheer grit and determination. And even though there were quite some checks there in terms of your law degree, job, having a family. Oh, by the way, it was great to hear Neil, your four-year-old in the background. You're also multitasking as a maverick. <laughs> okay. Anyways, as I was saying, quite a few checks there. But then, some new developments too. The Caroline who left Uganda, taking that bold step, might not have foreseen that six years later, you would be coordinating a global portfolio. Congratulations, Caroline, and all the very best. Perhaps we can have a repeat touch base after another six years. What do you say? Who knows where and what you will be doing then? Whatever it is, I'm sure you will be true to your maverick spirit. Thanks once again for joining me on this podcast. Thank you for having me on the show, Ajay. It's been an absolute delight and I wish everyone a happy new year and hopefully 2021 will be a better year for all the listeners. The podcasts are very inspiring and it's been an absolute delight following them ardently. What an episode this was. 
Meeting a younger version of yourself can be both interesting and inspiring at the same time. So folks, uh, all you fellow Mavericks, pause. And as we close out 2020, take a few minutes to go back and meet a younger you. I would love to hear your thoughts and experiences as you do so. If I had traveled forward and at 21 gone ahead to meet an Ajay in 2020, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have even foreseen this podcast series. Here's wishing you all a very happy new year with lots of light, love, positivity and gratitude. Do subscribe to the Ordinary Maverick Podcast. This is Ajay signing off. Have an amazing day. Keep well, keep safe.